the MMA Fight Corner. First things first, uh, this Saturday night, you've got a uh, pretty exciting fight card going on uh, with Diaz and uh, Evangelista Cyborg. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that event? Sure. I mean, you know, anytime you have Nick Diaz in the cage fighting, you know it's going to be a great night of fights. And he had an amazing war with KJ Nunes, uh, the last event that we threw here in San Jose. And uh, I think, uh, you know, in, the, in our polls, he got, got the strike force fight of the year. So, uh, you know, the guy's a special athlete and uh, very interesting character, to say the least. Uh, and, you know, Evangelista is a guy that uh, has fought in all different kind of weights, had some losses early on in his career, but uh, has been coming out strong. And, you know, he uh, knocked out the, uh, the dream champion, Marius Zoromskis, in June. Uh, and so he's getting a shot now. And, and, and I think style makes fights. And if you look at the style of this matchup, I don't think the fight's going to the ground. I think that uh, this fight's going to go right into the middle of the cage, and they're going to start throwing. So it's going to be an exciting fight, and I'm looking forward to watching it personally. And when you think about Robbie Lawler, his accomplishments, and you know his, uh, his amazing knockout last year, uh, fighting Jacare, who is you know, probably arguably one of the best you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighters that ever ever fight in MMA, uh, it's going to be uh, another... You know, it's going to be a classic matchup is can Jacare get Robbie down and can Robbie knock him out. So we got two fights that are our doubleheader, uh, you know, main event, world title fights for Strike Force as well as, you know, return of Herschel Walker fighting uh, Scott Carson, which anytime Herschel fights, it's going to be, you know, a special night, uh, as well as Roger Gracie fighting Trevor Prangley, which I think is going to be Roger's tough, toughest test to date. I agree. So it's going to be an exciting night of fights. It's going to be, you know, and amazing, and people can tune into Showtime and watch it. Yeah, Showtime is free. You don't have to pay any extra money, and and uh, it starts at ten o'clock Eastern. Uh, or if you live in the Bay come on down to the arena because you know the HP Pavilion is a very special place to watch an MMA fight. Uh, the multimedia presentation there is unlike any any other that I've seen. Uh, so come on down. Yeah, well, it's definitely going to be a great kind. And now you mentioned Herschel Walker, and I'm sure that the media frenzy that follows that is through the roof. I know, uh, you know, it'll be covered by everything. But now, yesterday or two days ago, Dana White was was uh, quoted as mentioning that a guy like Nick Diaz was somebody that he would welcome back into the UFC at any time if he was ready to play the game, and that Diaz doesn't play the game right as far as the way he represents himself. Uh, do you agree with that? And what also is it like having a guy like a Nick Diaz, who many people will call the bad boy of the sport, and then a guy like Herschel Walker, who's just coming in, as an, already <laughs> has shown that he's an amazing ambassador to the sport? Yeah, I mean, guys, let's face it. I mean, you know, Nick Diaz is an interesting character. He's a great fighter. But, uh, you know, he but the beauty of Nick Diaz is he's his own person, and he doesn't care who you are or what you're trying to do, if you're in the media, if you're a promoter, or you're another fighter, or you're, you know fellow fighter, I mean, he, he is who he is, and, uh, you know, base, let's just base it on his talent in the cage, the guy's an amazing athlete, and, uh, you know, I'm sure there's, you know, a couple organizations that would love to have him, as well as some of our other guys, I mean, you know, God, who wouldn't want some of the heavyweights in, the, in our heavyweight tournament, come on, let's face it, these guys are at the top of their game, and they're amazing athletes, and, you know, they're, uh, they're very special fighters, and so, when you talk about the comparison between Nick Diaz and Herschel Walker, it's interesting because if you look at their diets, I'm not saying that, uh, that Herschel Walker has a vegan diet, but, uh, you know, he's really a, uh, a soup and, and, you know, vegetable or baked potato uh, kind of guy. And, and, and Nick, you know, from what I hear, eats a, a vegan diet every day. So 
you know, they kind of, you know, fall along the same lines uh, as far as vegetables and and uh, and uh, a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not eating any meat or fish or, you know. So th- these guys are both great athletes. Herschel Walker, guys, let's face it, he's arguably one of the greatest athletes of our century, let alone, you know, uh, of, of, of the last 20 or 30 years. So uh, when I think about Herschel, you know, he's accomplished so many great things in his athletic career. Yeah. That, uh, this is just going to be something that's, uh, you know, icing, icing on the cake for him, so to speak. So, <laughs> uh, you know, he's a, he's a legend already and an icon in, in the culture of America, so... Yeah, he he like I I once I, I originally you know I looked at this and you know the guy's forty seven years old coming into MMA you know what right does he have to be on TV and all that but no he was clearly showed that he is ready to do this sport and that you know he's a perfect ambassador so I have to take back all the the negative things I have to say about Herschel Walker when you first signed him now I'm all for the deal um, and now you actually earlier you mentioned coming into the Bay Area and you know you guys are in San Jose. Uh, I would like to introduce you, and actually, I don't even have to introduce you. You actually met once before, but our resident, uh, our, our female correspondent on the show, Heidi, um, has a little bit of a past with you. I believe from West Coast Taekwondo, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Heidi. Yeah. Heidi. I what trained you there. Um, well, I did both Where? Berryessa and Aborn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Heidi, what's your last name? Fang. And it was during the 80s, like, uh, let's say I started training there about 85 through 1990. So, yeah, I was talking with Javier. So you were with uh, Quan Jin Tony. Quan Jin Tony was your, uh, the head instructor there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then there was also John Holland and... um, and all these other John Holland, wow! Yeah, <laughs> name dropper, oh, yeah. <laughs> name dropper. So that's how far back I went with uh, the West Coast Taekwondo. And if I seem to remember right, one of the lessons that I learned, um, I believe, in a class that you were teaching, was um, we were doing a bunch of push-ups. And uh, and they believe that you said at any time you're ready, you can go ahead and stop doing push-ups now. And I actually stopped as soon as it was said. And then (laughs) (laughs) you came over and stood above me and said, the idea was that you continue going even if you're told you can stop. Now, my question with that is, you taught me to have some tenacity and to go after what you want. And my question with that is just basically, your vision with Strike Force. I'm seeing you um, with this tournament, the heavyweight tournament, talking about possibly uh, maybe going to Ohio, even as far as Japan. And I'm wondering, is there what's in the works there uh, as far as getting the heavyweight tournament overseas or to other venues? Um, do you have anything solidified yet? Yeah, you know, and I'll tell you, uh, I'm going to be looking for your picture in those uh, pass holes. We'll look at my, my yeah, photo Don't, don't right do now. that, Scott. You won't put the picture away. <laughs> I believe my mother has actually a video from uh, maybe uh, one of the opens that I did when we were sparring. Oh, yeah. that is awesome. You know, and, and I'll tell you, the, the, the beauty of, of having a traditional martial arts background is that, you know, you're right. It, teach you, it teaches you the, the perseverance, the indomitable spirit, life skills. Uh, martial arts are important, I think, as growing up and and uh, passing it on to your children and their children's children because uh, you know the life skills are important. And I think that uh, uh, you know you, you your goals and everything that people try to you know accomplish in life, uh, if they have a martial arts background, I think it becomes uh, a little bit I don't want to say easier, but uh, it, it be you know it's, it falls in the line of never giving up and perseverance and having a dominable spirit. So. 
I'm glad that uh, you trained. I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna call Quan Tony and say, "Hey, who is she?" <laughs> now, but, Scott. Uh, but anyway, guys, you know, here's the thing, and then you know, because we've been around such a long time. I mean, you know, I started this business in the martial arts business in 1985, yeah. and uh, I've been doing it, you know, for a long time, and it's something that is just part of my nature. Every day when I wake up, you know, I eat, breathe, sleep, fight business, and it's been like that for you know many years. And so, uh, you know, you focus on 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 one on one thing, uh, and you drive towards it, and you. You know, it becomes your your focus, and you and you start having laser focus on one item, then uh, you know good things will happen. So, uh, with you know getting to the MMA, you know I was very fortunate with Frank Shamrock actually inviting me to come to MMA uh, because before that we had never thrown a fight in mixed martial arts, and then uh, you know and then you know the relationships I had at K1 opened the door into the you know into uh, the international fighters that we I never knew. Uh, were you know were fighting at the time and and uh, Alistair Overeem and Victor Belfort was my second mixed martial arts promotion here in San Jose. So that tells you how long ago that was. Not not yeah. too shabby, uh, though, yeah, huh? not, not too shabby at all. No. How does it how does it feel, yeah, no, Scott? How does it feel to go from instructor to CEO of one of the biggest mixed martial arts organizations out there today? You know, I'll tell you the you know the teaching martial arts is a very it's a very special time in my life and I'll never forget it and I had so many uh, great times and great students and and uh, and I miss I miss a lot of those guys and I miss my instructor and, and uh, you know uh, to running a company it's a lot different uh, in the sense that you know when when you're when you're teaching martial arts especially to children and teenagers and you're giving your stuff and you're you're basically just uh, uh, you know giving he's like you're giving and giving and giving and giving and um, you know when you become a fight promoter and you're running a corporation and you know, you have uh, 150 fighters under contract. There's a lot of you're 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 not you're becoming a babysitter. No, I'm joking. But, you, know, <laughs> you, be, you become a big babysitter. No, but it's just it's just a different environment, and uh, it's a cutthroat world out there in the business of MMA. And uh, you know, so it's a lot different than uh, uh, you know having a school and teaching martial arts. But hey, I enjoyed it, guys. Believe me, it was those are magical times in my past, and. You know, running this fight company is, is a it's a lot different, and especially with landing the Showtime deal a couple of years ago, we've done some amazing things, uh, I think. And, and and getting back to the tournament, this tournament is uh, I think going to be arguably one of the greatest achievements that Strikeforce has to date, uh, will have done to date when uh, when it's over. And and uh, you know, it's been my it's been my my dream and my goal to to have a tournament like this and to put it on. Uh, this year, I mean, we're uh, we're going to be uh, we're all going to be sitting back, and I'm going to be a fan just like you guys. I'm going to watch it unfold, and I'm going to have a good time uh, watching these guys go at it. Well, I'll be honest. Since you guys made the announcement, I've been uh, drooling, foaming at the lips, so to say. I mean, <laughs> I've just been so excited, looking forward to it. Um, Scott, listen, uh, we know you're very busy. We want to thank you very much for the time, and uh, best of luck this Saturday night with the show, and obviously best of luck the rest of the year and uh, with Strike Force. Great. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Scott. Have a good one. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the MMA Fight Corner. Check us out on the web, MMAFightCorner.com. Remember to find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, the MMA Fight Corner. The fight is over.